Dropping Jewels. Hello, hello. Before you listen to the show, I just want to say thank you, and I'll be doing this more often. I'll be sharing some of my favorite products on and off in my upcoming podcast. So today it's going to be apparels. As you know, I love wearing boots, and especially when I'm wearing my jeans and my T-shirt, I would don it with my black six-inch Nubuck Timberland boots. So today it's going to be about Timberland. Timberland on Lazada is having a weekend sale. You will get extra $25 off with a minimum purchase of $120. So you want to be big pimping like Jay-Z. Click on the link in the show notes below and shop away. Enjoy the show. In five, four, three, two, one. Offside. Hello, welcome to yet another episode of Offside with me, your host Shida Osman. Ooh, cheering for myself once again because one woman show. But um, thank you for listening wherever you are listening from, from America, from Singapore, from India, from UK, from everywhere else. Thank you so much for listening. I hope your week has been well. If you are new, once again, Offsite is a place where you can be whatever you want to be and we can just have a fun conversation. Thank you for accompanying me while I am in the midst of having a menstrual cycle and munching on rose plums. If you're not from Asia, you might not know what that is. You can actually Google it and you can see what it is because menstrual cramps. Anyways, <laughs> just so you know, there is no specific reason why uh, I am saying or there is no myth over why specifically I'm munching on rose plum. No Asian women don't munch on rose. If you're thinking that, it's not that. I just munch a lot of random things when my cycle is coming. But anyways, maybe I feel like I have been living under a rock. But you know what would be... It just, hap- it just happens to pop at the top of my head. You know what would be a really brilliant idea? If there's like a video or a well not a film but a video documenting how women actually function (laughs) on a daily basis on menstrual cycle inclusive of all the cramps all the cravings all the weird things that happen when you're on your menstrual cycle (laughs) just so you know everyone else would know how graphic it is but yeah Forgive me for my very raspy voice. I think it's because of the hour of the night that I feel a little bit romantic and sexy. That's why my voice is like this. While I can also be really unglamorous and munch on my rose plum. So forgive me. Um, in today's topic, I just get a bite. It's always nice to do a podcast because people don't get to see... Not that I'm a loud chewer, but, excuse me, people don't actually get to see how unglamorous you eat. Speaking of that, if you go on dates, if you're going for a first date, do not go to Subway. Because I think that's a really bad idea. Also, it might be a good idea. And you might meet the love of your life while you're eating, just stuffing your face with a six inch sandwich 
trying to be graceful and all, you know, and tucking your hair behind your ear and just... <laughs> His jokes are so funny, but your sandwich is falling apart. You were trying to hold on to your sandwich, but your tomato just fell out of the wrapper. And your cucumber has just fallen out of your mouth. And the sauce, the gravy from your six-inch sandwich just unglamorously splattered on your shirt. Maybe the guy might find, or the girl might find you. Oh, she's so pretty, but oh, so cute. So dorky. She eats so you know she's a human she's cute or it can go the other way and they can say that, oh my god she's like a, or he's like a pig oh my god no especially if you're a german phobe <laughs> so yeah digressing slightly a bit the topic that i want to talk about today i'm sure everyone at my age or younger or older has gone through it now everybody has baggages right i just realized something that is common in my daily conversations with everyone everyone we th- like to think that oh when we are older our parents have no influence onto us no there is that one point in your life that something your parents said would have hurt you and is still stuck in your memory up till today. It doesn't have to be anything physical, of course. Of course, in comparison to anything physical, that would be a major thing. But I'm just saying as, you know, a generic, as an overview, I realize so many people are so fucked up because of whatever previous things that their parents has said to them before. And like I said, of course, with anything more than that, the severity of whatever the child has to suffer of course is more but like i said even for me as well my parents are not um abusive now i'm saying this because this is for the younger kids as well uh i will only explain to you why later but kids the young ones you might want to listen in listen into this in the case that you might be stuck in a place where your parents do not believe in whatever you want to do just listen in just listen in i'll try my best not a curse but um okay i my story is i grew up with i was really close to my dad like um whatever black and white meaning to say that whatever good or bad my dad has seen that side my mom was a full-time housewife and she took care of us. She took care of our food. She took care of our clothes. She also took care of us. Um, but I think my dad knows me really well to the point that when I was younger and I played around and I hung around um, after school at a playground and thinking that my dad was at work and he will never find me because the playground dumb me the playground was right behind my school i was thinking to myself hmm maybe i should go further Eh, he won't find me here he don't even he you know the one the one that always sent me to school is my mom so i was thinking that you know he wouldn't he wouldn't find me <laughs> but well he found me duh shida but <laughs> anyways that's the kind of connection that i have with my dad like he knows he is like 10 steps away he's like a lie detector test he 
<laughs> he knows when I'm lying. He knows when I'm going to do something bad. But also, at the same time, he is the kind of dad that gives me tough love. He's, like I said, he's not... He doesn't cheat. He doesn't drink. And I'm only saying this because in reference of he, we're a Muslim family. And of course, you can't do that, right? And also for the international listeners, he's a good dad. He's a he's a loyal father. He's a hardworking dad. He Back then, he has a really high-paying job. Um, and yeah, he's not physically abusive. The only thing that he had was he had a temper. And that's it. And I think, I think it was because of the, <laughs> and trust me when I say this, I am the only one in the family who can actually have an argument with him and get, well, not get, get away with it, but he would lose points with me if we were to have an argument and he would be like, fuck, she's right. You know? He, it would be a thinking argument, if you might call it, between both of us. But a heated one. And then we would sit down, we would just date and then digest and like... But he would never say to me, he's sorry, if he does any... Well, now that he's older, he, he, it's easier for him to say sorry. But when he was younger, it was so hard for him to say sorry. <laughs> maybe, maybe because I interpreted his the interpretation of his tough love towards me maybe I misconstrued that as ego and because of that in my head whenever in my adult woman life whenever I come across a man who is number one not patient number two who has a temper number three who has an ego my dad has a sense of humor thank god if a man that I meet, a date, a partner, or a friend who has all that three quote-unquote bad traits like my dad has, I it will go two ways. Either one, I would actually put my alpha female on and I would bring them down like how I always have arguments with my dad. And number two, I would walk away and not care about you. That's how I am. I am with my dad. I'm hot or cold. Like I'm like. But usually, I, I feel that when you have arguments with someone, I feel that you still care. But if you walk away, it's either you need like a timeout, you know, from fighting with that person. Sorry, somehow Siri just <laughs> switched on, but. Yeah, as I was saying, if you have an argument with a person, it means that you still care. But if you walk away, it's indifferent. You're being indifferent to that person, which is scary. And I realize I do that a lot now. I don't want to waste my time with anyone. So I just walk away or just be numb. That's part of my... That's the only baggage that I have with my dad. That's about it. Now, the reason why I am doing this topic is because suddenly it sounds like I'm bitching about my dad. But no, in all honesty, I actually really, really love him and I would do anything for him. That's proven. Uh, so yeah, but um, the reason why I want to talk about this is because um, you should know that not only my dad, once again, it may be based on my own interpretations as well that I might be. I'm not blaming anything that happened in my life on him, but I'm just saying that sometimes... 
the things that you plant into your child's mind can mean something else. That's why communication is really important just to make sure that a person understands what you're trying to say. So um, the other thing is, because he's my dad, he grew up in an era where a full-time job is really important to him. But for me, I would divert my route and say no i'm like with him i'm like a kid the more he says no to me the more i want to do it and prove him wrong because he always you know underestimates me and think that i can't do it but i can so many times but still seeking his validation <laughs> um yeah uh when see he always believes in a full-time job and you know having like a secure career because it was so hard during his era to find a secure job with a good with a good you know remuneration so um when i told him when i gave up the rat race a couple of years ago when <laughs> crazily enough when we were in the midst of going through some crazy times personally as a family i told him this can't be it i I think three to four years ago I think when was my last job I think three to four years ago yeah so when I told him that this can't be it I I don't want to I know it's gonna hurt I know I'm going to hell for saying this to him but I told him I don't want to be like you I don't want to be like mom who is a full-time housewife and I love her and I don't think and when I say I don't want to be like my mom, it does not mean that I disrespect her. It means that I can never ever be a really good mom like her. And I can't. Heads down, she's one of the like she's one of the best moms, like one of the best nurturers that I know. Um, but the reason why I say that I don't want to be like my dad is because he slaved his way through corporate. He was um he was an IT guy in a financial company, a Japanese financial company. So he knows <clears throat> from that, I think uh, they demoted him because of his age, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> because of his age um, to various lower posts. So he was loyal to the company. And I told him, I don't want to be like you because I don't want to go into the corporate world. So I jump on every creative bandwagon that I have because I know I have creative bones, um, especially for my dad. My dad loves music and I'm telling you the genre <coughs> that he listens to. And my mom is creative as well in a sense that she likes to not paint. <coughs> I This I can't do. I can't sketch for shit. But my mom can. And you know, when, <laughs> when we were kids, my mom would like do our like art homeworks for us and we would always get a if we were to you know if the teacher was to ask us to draw to draw to draw um a bowl of fruits i would get an a or a plus because my dad my my dad my mom would actually do that for us but yeah because i know my my mom and my dad has creative bones it's just that because they started a family <coughs> there's something in my throat <clears> that <throat> they started a family that's why they they had to get serious and you know my dad needs to put food on a table so 
Yeah. When I told him that, um, you know, for a couple of years ago that I want to give up. Well, I didn't tell him that I want to give up the red race. I told him that, that I don't want to work full time anymore. I want to work on my craft. Something that I would like to do at like, what, 25? When I had a really comfortable paying job. <laughs> Before, like, pays me about two five per month or 3k per month as a manager so the fa- our, our family was comfortable with him working and with me working <laughs> but because of his you know old school mindset perspective he was like how is it that you don't have a full-time job why don't you want to have a full-time job do you do you not want to work in the you know um civil servant industry do you not want to work with the government every single time I try to bring up I try to bring up that I want to do something creative. He would counter it back by saying that but you need a secure job, which means to him a high paying job. Doesn't matter if I like my job or not. Of course it would be a bonus at if I like my job or not, but it's because he came from an era where he did not have the privilege to enjoy his job. So that's why. So this is one of the reasons why parents, if you're listening to this, do not do this to your kids. Whatever you might have gone through doesn't mean that your children have to go through the same things. Same time, different journey. Yeah, that's what I always tell myself. And I I, I know probably there might be someone else out there who have came out with this, but of an overview of everything, I realized that as human beings, we are going through different journeys on the same time. It's just how we meet in the middle and how we try to understand each other and bring everybody up. But yeah, um, to those of you kids who have the full support of your parents, you are more lucky than you think you are because i didn't (laughs) and i think for a while for a long while i took it personally but after that i just you know i just have grown deaf to it and i'm like okay i'm gonna do whatever because i kind of think of it as my dad he's the kind of person who who if he sees results and then he will believe it boomers (laughs) other than that he would not trust me in anything but he forgot that i work with underestimation really well so where i'm going with this is young one kids young adults if you are at a point in your life where you want to jump ships from probably you know a corporate life or probably you're in nus or ntu and then you're like you completely want to drop everything and start anew let me just tell you first it's not going to be easy because it's always the people who are close to you because they care and they also have this preconceived notion already a structure in their heads that you know the world works this way so why are you going to the heart route again get this your parents are going to tell you that, you know, don't go through that route because it's going to be difficult. If you still want to go through that route, I'm going to tell you it's not going to be an easy road. But if you, if you really, 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 really love what you're going to do and you would die for what you're going to do, go for it. Do not take to heart whatever your parents is going to tell you. Do not hate them for telling you that, but you're not going to make it. 
it's because you have to understand nobody in their line in their lineage or of family has ever done whatever you are going to do or pursue as a career in life that's why they are thinking that way you know it's an old-minded thinking yes but forgive them do not hate them and stop seeking stop wanting to seek validation from them i know i know it's easier said than done but i'm telling you this they love you whatever you are you have to get this your parents they're gonna love you whatever the hell you're gonna do but you also have to think for yourself if they think a secure job means a high paying job that you don't bloody enjoy do not go there because it's you who is going through it the same thing as if you're having troubles with your marriage or relationship and for example if your parents are okay with your partner and you're not and they're actually secretly abusive leave them because at the end of the day you may get into fights with your parents over your career over your relationships but your parents are still gonna love you like it or not they still are even if it takes you a few years that you don't talk to them i don't know like what 20 okay i mean i know it happens in real life that's a possibility of that but your parents are always going to be your parents at the same time you have to think of your happiness as well it's you who is the one who's dealing with the career it's you who's the one who's going to deal with a marriage or a relationship or anything that you're going to carry in life they may think that they know the best for you because they took care of you and they know your character well when you were young but sometimes in life you have to actually strap your boots and tell them that hey i can do this and persevere through okay it's okay if they say that you know they they don't believe in you do not take it to heart you know channel it into what you want to build and actually my apologies if um along the podcast you can hear (laughs) my younger brother uh speaking outside but yeah um you know i just realized um i'm going on a tangent here but i just realized digressing slightly for a bit this is one of the reasons why that people go you know like especially celebrities that you know they go like people people have an identity crisis because they cannot be who they are they are being put in a spot in a box that hey you can do this you can't do this you can do this or you're being pushed to a corner because of you know a contract or or another element that would push you telling you that you can't do that this is why child stars always lose their identity or have an identity crisis because they're being put in a box one time in one environment setting they're being treated you know a different like in a different way and then when they go to probably probably to their set at work they're being treated in a different way and they have to like okay i'm an adult now i have to do this acting let's go but when in their heads they're actually one to you know playing with their toys at home something like that i just realized that i think the reason why people have identity crisis is because they're being placed in a spot that they don't want to hell if i was ever to take a civil servant job 
Like I say, this has this has got nothing to do with the caliber or the status of any you know career path or anything like that in the civil servant area in the government has got nothing to do with that. I'm just saying if I was ever to be put in a box to be a role model role model to my dad to actually have a job in you know the civil servant industry or in the government industry or you know just I I just can't. I just this is the reason why I'm I'm kind of happy that I'm gray because I don't ever think I will survive being white. I can be black. I think I was there. But in between all three colors, white, gray and black, I think <laughs> I I can only be dark gray or black. I can never be white. So, yeah. It sticks with you, you know. If people want you to be good if people want you to be a role model if your parents want you to be a role you know child or goody two shoes or stuff like that it's gonna destroy your head along the way for me so parents um i don't know if i'm right correct me if i'm wrong but i i hope you know there were a couple of takeaways from this from my own personal experience and kids young ones if you're having troubles first communicate with your parents okay don't do things that they won't because they love you don't do things that they won't allow you to do discuss with them first because they're your parents but if it doesn't work out if you're a little bit older and you want to pursue what you want or you know 18 or 25 you know and you're in a predicament and you're like should i do this should i do this my parents will hate me your parents will love you as long as your intentions are good as long as you you are determined as long as you persevere and you know that you know it's a result oriented thing that you know it's something that you love and will succeed go for it you know don't take it to heart if they tell you i don't think you can do it use it as a fuel okay I love you guys with that oh my nose with that i love you guys as adults let's not take it to heart whatever our parents said to us <laughs> we only have so much time with them um it the tables have turned adults my age we are now the caretaker of our parents you know we can't be selfish anymore we can't think of ourselves if you're not married yet you have your parents to think of if you're married you have your kids your spouse your children your parents to take care of so yeah i hope that was a good topic to give you a little bit of a boost to love despite the hardship um yeah so with that, have a good weekend, guys. And I hope you guys will be doing okay. Um, you guys know where to catch me. You can send me an email. You can send me, you can catch me on my personal Instagram, on Adosir Podcast Instagram, on Facebook, on my blog, um, or on my phone. If you have my phone number. <laughs> I love you. Be kind to everyone around you. Always be mindful of what you talk about. You can curse. I curse. Fuck, 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 fuck. But, um, 
just do everything with love okay try to understand i love you guys bye bye offset